my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to cope with constantly interrupted time and how to manage your energy, even if you're not trying to get a whole lot of traditional work done. This tip stems from a letter I got from a listener who lives in India. Her elderly father had been admitted to the hospital. Fortunately, he was starting to improve. In India, the daughter wrote, it's common for a family member to stay over in the hospital with a patient to help with his care. That was what she was doing. And so she was constantly on call. In the short times I do get to myself, when he is sleeping, mostly, I find myself trying to get other stuff done, she says, but for obvious reasons, I keep getting interrupted. The stuff I'm doing is not highly intense, paying bills online, reorganizing my lists, clearing down inboxes, sometimes just listening to podcasts, but even then, I find it difficult to progress. So, she wondered, did I have any advice for dealing with interruptions? Getting even small tasks done and feeling efficient is a big part of my personal self-care and goes a long way in making me feel like at least some aspects of life are under control in these difficult times, she said. So she was looking for ideas. I thought this was a great question. First, no one is going to get much done in a hospital. Her first move should be to release herself from any expectations. Even if she did nothing other than manage her father's care for a few weeks, it would be okay. Life would not completely fall apart. That said, she could maintain some sense of the progress that was important to her by turning her tasks into very, very small ones. Something like pay bills might get interrupted, which can be frustrating. But write down amount to pay for a single bill is doable. Then she could write a check or find the website or app to pay as another step. The next bill might likewise be broken up into two to three steps too. With tasks taking less than a minute, she could definitely get through enough to feel like she'd done something. She could also find fun, fairly low-effort activities that would fit in small bits of time. She mentioned listening to this podcast, which is great. She could also read a poem, write in a one-sentence journal, borrow some art books from the library in digital form, and then look through a few beautiful pictures at a time. She could brainstorm items for her list of 100 dreams, that really extensive bucket list we've talked about in past episodes. Even if you're not caring for someone in the hospital, 
I find it's helpful to make a list of these little bits of joy that can fit into bits of time. There are many circumstances in life when you can't do involved, lengthy activities. Maybe you're caring for a toddler. Maybe you've got some downtime at work, but not the sort where you can plan to read a whole novel. In any case, come up with a few small items that can make the time pleasant and, well, the time will be more pleasant. And I'm a big fan of never wishing time away. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.